Hey, Jordan, you want to hear a fun fact? Uh, sure. Caffeine involved in a coffee bean with some of the greatest antioxidants on the planet. Wow, that's pretty interesting. Let, let, let me cut you off right there. I wasn't done. You see, green tea, another great source of caffeine, evolved with an entirely different set of antioxidants as well. Is this another brain fuel ad? Uh, yeah, it is. Oh, I mean, well, in that case, brain fuel takes the best of both worlds without the roast or heat that may reduce potency and increase toxicity. It support, it's supportive blends of fuels, antioxidants, and brain-boosting additives create a new paradigm for the effective delivery of caffeine. Not to mention, it is the best-tasting drink I've personally had in a while. To support the heroes who push society forward, challenge the status quo, and initiate a better tomorrow by providing them with the fuel to actualize their best self. If you want to help support our podcast and try Brain Fuel, use code DOME for 20% off your order at BrainFuel.com. That's code DOME, all caps, D-O-M-E, at BrainFuel.com, B-R-E-I-N-F-U-E-L.com for 20% off your order. Welcome back to another edition of the Off the Dome podcast. Uh, This is week four that we are in. I'm here with my picks co-host, Adam Pearl. Adam, it's an honor. We're doing it very early this morning uh, for the London game. And and, uh, you were also up early watching the F1, but it got delayed. Yep. So, uh, you know, aside from NFL Sundays, when Formula One is on, I, I have to get up early for it. But we got a delay in Singapore. It's a little wet on the track, so uh, it works out, and we're going to get our picks off right now. We're going to get it off right now, and uh, we're going to stick into the international talk to talk about uh, the Vikings and the Saints. So the Minnesota Vikings versus the New Orleans Saints is the first game. It's in London, one of the, fir- one of the first of four London games that's going to be in London this year, I believe. And I think there's a few um, other abroad games, I'm pretty sure. But let's start with the first one. The line moved. It's the New Orleans Saints in this game are the home team, and they're plus four. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure if you saw, but uh, I'm pretty sure Kamara's out. He's ruled out uh, this morning with the rib injury. So yes. um, Ingram's starting. They have no... Camara, they have no Michael Thomas, they have no Jameis Winston. I think that's kind of a recipe for disaster when you know some of your top playmakers are out. I'm going to pick 24-17 of Minnesota. I'm going to have them to win by a score, and they do cover. Yeah, we're not going to spend too much time talking about this. I'm going to take the Minnesota Vikings to win. I'm going to say they win 24 to 13. Because I just think that um, they did get something going in the passing game towards the end last week against Detroit. I thought Kirk Cousins was a little bit better, not as efficient as I he sh- as I like for him to be, but he still was pretty good down the stretch. And Adam Thielen got going finally. He had six for sixty-one last week, and Minnesota. Uh, and that's very good that Dalvin Cook is in for today, which is a big boost because he did have that little shoulder scare. Mm-hmm. Uh, New Orleans is a good defense. They'll make it interesting a little bit because they still have a top 10 defense. But I do think because of Minnesota's running game, they're going to run and pound. I just think that Minnesota is just more talented enough, especially with no Jameis and no Alva Kamara and no Michael Thomas. I don't see how the Saints win this one. 24-13, mm-hmm. Minnesota. Next game are the Browns at the Falcons. This is like one of those pick games. The Falcons are plus one at home. But we can just call spade a spade. It's a pick up pretty much. It, it's a pick up And I'm going to take the home team here. Um, I feel like the Falcons have been, I don't know. I feel like I'm always low on them. And they've kind of been putting up some fights. Uh, they've been putting up some fights. And Cleveland, you know, they, I do like them. However, I just do, don't think that right now, uh, today's their day. I'm going to say 27-21, Falcons win, and uh, they keep up their frisky play. I'm going to pick the the opposite of you. I'm going to take the Browns to win. Now, it does concern me a bit that Miles Garrett, uh, knock on wood for his recovery. I mean, I that's terrible what happened to him. It's scary. But it's very scary. Um, it's going to be a high-scoring game, 
But in the end, I think the Browns have a little bit better still defensive players. They still have Denzel Ward and they still have um, and they still have some good playmakers on defense. They still have John Johnson. They still have they still have um, Rochelle. They still have uh, they still have Taki Taki. They still have these good, solid players on defense. And I do still think that the Browns have the running game, the Thunder Lightning with Chubb and Hunt. Hmm. And looking at the uh, rankings right now, they are still they're still one of the best rushing teams in the league by far on sure. on the offensive side of the ball. As far as rushing, they're actually the number one in rushing. And they and on the passing game, people were a little bit worried without Deshaun Watson. How effective were they going to be in the passing game this year? Well, Jacoby Brissett and Amari Cooper have had an excellent connection so far. Yeah. They've been great back to back weeks. They've been on point. And David and Joku that has been really good this year. He had a monster. He had a big game. He had a big game last big week. Game against the Steelers, as as did Amari Cooper. So mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a shootout and I think it's going to come down to a field goal. And I think the Cleveland Browns are going to win this game over Atlanta. I got 24 to 21 Cleveland. So I have them covering. Yeah. The the plus one, the next game. This is this. I like this card, but this week compared to last week's better. I think this game is going to be a good one. We got two of the, one of the best young quarterbacks in the league top five quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson versus Josh Allen bills at Ravens. The Ravens are plus three at home. Yeah. I, uh, this is, this is a tough, because I could totally see the Ravens pulling this out at home. Um, however, the bills coming off a loss last week, I think they come back just feisty, ready to go. Um, and I think they are going to win this game. I think it's going to be a high scoring affair. I have it. Probably the over is smashing on my end. The, the over, sorry, the over under is 50.5. Yeah. So I got it covering by a touchdown 30 to 27 Buffalo. Um, I think it's gonna be a high scoring affair back and forth. I guess I have Baltimore pushing. Um, you know, I, I'll, I'll do this. I'll make it 31 27. Cause I do have a little more faith in Buffalo. Um, so I'll make it 31 27 to get us spread out there, but, um, it's going to be a great game. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be back and forth two high power teams. Um, but I got Buffalo covering. You said 31, 27, 31 to 27. We're in that same kind of ballpark. I have it 34, 27 Buffalo Buffalo is coming off a bit, uh, a loss. And, uh, I'm sure we've seen all the memes of their offensive coordinator with what happened last week. But, but he, he's passionate. He cares. I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to. Oh, I thought it was awesome. I love I thought that. it was freaking great that he cared that much. Yeah. Um, and the players backed him up for it. And I just think that the Buffalo offense just couldn't get going up. A, and they would just look stagnant. They, they don't have the best run game. That's, that's the first thing. No. The passing game was a bit off. Stefan Diggs had a pretty quiet day, but this week is going to be a shootout between very good teams. Buffalo defensively is ranked dead last in total defensive stats. When I'm looking up on ESPN right now, they are ranked dead last out of the 32 teams in the league. And as far as they are not the best passing team at all, especially now that they're still trying to work Marlon Humphrey back into action. And they are as far as deep, as far as covering their top receivers. And I am just not sold on this defense their offense is still great. Their defense, though, they're 31st, there's 32nd in the league against in letting up big plays in passing yards. They are not that kind of tough lockdown defensive team that they were years prior. Buffalo is the number one defense still, albeit losing to Miami last week. And I think they'll make enough defensive plays will they where they will limit Lamar eventually. I think Lamar will get going, but I think they're going to be playing from behind most of the game. So I think it'll be close in the end, but I'm going to say Buffalo ekes one out, 34-27. No, it's going to be Sorry, Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. No, I heard it. I Buffalo, 34-27. Yeah. Um, it's going to be great. I'm excited for this one for sure. 
I don't know if this game's going to be great. Washington at Dallas, NFC East rivalry, Cowboys minus three at home. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't like this game at all. Um, but I think Cooper Rush gets another dub. Is he uh, sneakily the best starting quarterback in the history? If he gets another win, starting off four and zero, there might be some co- quarterback controversy coming on. I, when nah, you look at him, you when you look at him, you may think he's like nothing, but like he's. No, he's, he's winning ball games. He's, he's doing he's good. He's a good quarterback. No, but obviously I'm playing as far as the 100% starting winning games goes. Uh, but um, I have them winning 23 to 17. I just think this Washington team's, I don't know. I, I, need, I need to see a little more. I thought I was excited with after week one. I thought Jahan Dotson was going to be, you know, super for real. He had a quiet week last week. Terry McLaurin's been a little on the quieter end as well. So, um, you know, until I see a little more from Washington right now, I feel like Dallas is playing well. Cooper Rush is playing well. 23-17, Dallas. 23-17, Dallas, says Adam Pearl. I'm Mm. going to say this is going to be – I'm going to say 26 to – 26-17, Dallas, I have. As much as I don't like the Dallas Cowboys, I got to give them props. They are still like doing it without Dak Prescott. And it's because they, it's because Cooper Rush, Cooper Rush has been good. I hate to say this, but he's been very good. And he's, he's not going to wow you with a lot, but he is going to be efficient with his accurate and passing. And if I look at his stats right now, Cooper Rush, I mean, he is not going to turn the ball over and he's not going to make ineffective decisions. I look at his stats across the, he's completing 62% of his passes and he's very efficient and he's not lost a quarter, a game in a quarterback start in Dallas Cowboys history so far. Um, I, I, and I love, and I think the running, I think Zeke, you'll, I'll say this about Zeke. He's looked a lot better this year than in years past. And Tony Pollard, he, he's might be even, might be a little bit better than Zeke. I mean, I hate to say it, but Tony Pollard is very good. Mm-hmm. And he's a very good flex option for fantasy leagues. I would say that. And CD Lamb, CD Lamb, after struggling the first two games, he came back with a vengeance and he had a great game against the Giants. Eight for 87 at 10.9 yards on average and one touchdown. Noah Brown has sneakily yeah. been very good for them, too. I really like him, Noah Brown. Him and, yeah, him and uh, Rush have a good connection. Him and Rush have a very good connection. And defensively, I mean, yes, they are a little bit hit and miss, but as long as you have Micah Parsons, you are in every single game you're in. He is yeah. going, he's a workhorse. He's going to give it everything he's got. And he's still, I re- I saw this on PFF. He leads all like linebackers and blitzes. And they and you saw the game last week. He didn't wow you with any stats. But the pressure he created on Daniel Jones forced him to make ineffective decisions, and he was rum- running through his life. Yes, they were going up against a bad Giants O-line, but still, for Micah Parsons to play sick and still do that's incredible. And I just don't trust Washington at all. I- I've never been a Carson Wentz fan. I do like Jahan Dotson a lot, as you previously mentioned. Terry McLaurin had a very nice game last week. Antonio Gibson's Oak is pretty good. But I think Dallas defense at home, and I think Cooper Rush, I hate to say this, but Dallas goes 3-1, 26-17, Dallas. Mm-hmm. This game, for fantasy viewers that I'm about to talk about right now, that's actually pretty appealing. The Seahawks at Lions. Lions are favored by 3 and a half at home. Quick note on the injury front for the Detroit Lions. DeAndre Swift is out. Amon Ross St. Brown is out mm-hmm. and their number two receiver DJ Chark is out. Yeah. Um, I wish, I really wish I could pick the lines right now, but because well, why the, do you wish? Because I love the line. I'm, I'm rooting for them this year. I feel like they're kind of, aside from maybe the dolphins, they're kind of America's team as far as hard knocks goes. And they're a gritty team. Obviously them being in the NFC North doesn't help. And, you know, I guess for my bear fandom, I shouldn't root for them, but um, I do like the lions. I like the, I like their team. I think they're good. I think they're gritty and I love Dan Campbell. They haven't made, he hasn't made great decisions this year. I feel like um, in a few games, 
as far as game planning goes and fourth downs, um, just game management. However, he's not the best game manager. He's a great, he's a good defensive coach when he has the right pieces and and a a good good player. Yeah, exactly. But if you watched that game last week, you could have like gone for it on fourth. You still had Jamal Williams in the game and you Mm -hmm. decided to kick a 51 yard field goal. They beat themselves last week. And I feel like that's happened a few times, but, um, I'm going to pick Seattle to win 28-27. I think it's going to be a good good game. Um, I think teams can put up points, and it'll be 28-27. I want to pick Detroit, but I'm picking Seattle. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I'm going to say Seattle wins. Actually, I'm going to say they win by four. I'm going to say they win 28-24 Seattle. I think that... So here's the thing before I'll make this quick. I was me and my fantasy partner, EA, Evan Annixter, really were, were going to stream Jared Goff. But when I, we, if as long as DJ Chark was good and they still had Reynolds, Hawkinson, and Williams, if DJ Chark was playing, we were going to stick with Jared Goff. But unfortunately, DJ Chark is out mm-hmm. and the number two receiver. And their offense is very limited. And I look at Seattle's team, and I, I can't believe I'm streaming Geno Smith in this year, but he's actually been pretty good this year. He just came off a 300-plus passing yard game last week. Mm-hmm. He's, he's got pretty, weapons. He's got what him and Lockett hit, have a, had a very good connection so far. He's Lockett has been their most consistent receiver thus far. Yeah. And so. DK Metcalf had a good game last week. Yes, they did <laughs> blow it to Atlanta. Their defense is still not good at all right now, especially with Jamal Adams being out for probably the year. Mm-hmm. I think he's out for the year. I assume yeah. he's out for the year. But the point is, I look at the Seattle Seahawks. They're not really that bad as people thought they would be. And long term, they by far won the trade, the Russell Wilson trade, because if you see how Russell is in Denver, I'm just going to call spade spade a spade how it is. Geno Smith this year is better than Russell Wilson. I don't care what anybody says. He has been so far. Yeah, so far. So far, yes. But Geno's good this year. He's he's accurate. If I he's completed like a high completion percentage of his passes. I look at his stats this morning before I did the podcast. He's completing this year seventy this year. He is completing 77% of, of his passes. And he's been good. Four touch, I mean, not a lot of touchdowns, interceptions, but still, that's pretty good. And you have to be accurate to do that. He he he's been solid. He's better than what people think he is. And I really, I really like the Lions as well. I don't care, Bears fan or not. Like, I do like Detroit a lot. I want them to do well. I'm pulling. If Amon Ross St. Brown was playing, then I don't think it would be a debate. But, I, I the same way. But I – and if DJ Chark was playing, I could see it being a coin flip 50-50. But I'm going to take Seattle because they are the more – they're healthier team and they have – and this connection of Geno Smith and Tyler Lockett. I'm going to say 28-24 Seattle. I like it. Next game are the Chargers at the Texans. Plus six at home, Houston. I don't think we have to talk much about that. No, I, I got will... Chargers. Oh, what are you going to say? Go ahead. I was just going to say, I hope Justin Herbert is ribs are healthy because he looked like a shell of himself last week. No, that's, yeah, that's kind of my thing right now. I I believe he's going to be better. Um, I think the Chargers as a whole have been a little disappointing thus far, but I think they have a bounce back week. I think they have a good matchup this week for the Texans. I got him winning by double digits here, uh, 27-17, Los Angeles. Yeah, I'm going to say they come out, there's a coming out party, and I think they win 31-14 LA. I, I think, here's my thing about the team that I picked to win the AFC. I know it's three games, and we're not even a quarter of the NFL season done yet. And Herbert's injury, I'm not concerned about because he didn't re-aggravate it. And as long as he's better this week and his ribs are fine moving forward, they will be in games. That's not the issue. The issue is Nick Bosa, uh, Joey Bosa, sorry, Joey Bosa, Mm -hmm. who's their best defensive player, who's the anchor of that team, who was one of the reasons why 
I have them winning the AFC, he's gonna he had a groin pull, and unfortunately, he's gonna be out at least eight to ten weeks. So that is not a good thing if you are a Chargers fan. And Keenan Allen's still out with a hamstring injury. I, hamstrings, I'm sure you know this. Hamstrings are very tough to like deal with. They're really tough, and they linger around. It's not an easy thing to like totally recover from 100. percent But you yeah. can still play. You know. A little wobbled up, but as long as you, it, all it takes is one tiny little, you know, movement to re-aggravate it. So it's, uh, yeah, it's tough. So that's what concerns me the most. But I do think the Chargers, they still have a pretty winnable schedule coming up. And I think they will bounce back. And I think they will be fine going forward. But if they, if Bosa is going to miss the significant time like they project, he will. I'm going to be a little bit more concerned, but for this week, I think they're fine. I think they win 31, 14. Yeah. I'm with you. The next game is the NF, the AFC South rivalry between the Titans at the Colts, the one and two Titans at the Colts who are one, one and one Colts yeah. are on this three and a half at home. I think it's going to be a super close game. Um, I think Tennessee had a better week last week with getting Derek Henry a little more involved. Um, right which is what they need to do. But the Colts are coming off a big win, um, big, big win. And especially they're, they're home again. I got them winning. Uh, I think it's going to be closer than people might think. One point game, 21-20 Indiana. Indianapolis. Indianapolis, says Adam Pearl. Okay, I am, I am going to take the opposite of you. I actually am going to have an upset this week. I like I'm actually going to take the Tennessee Titans to win. Because I do, because even though they did beat a bad Raiders team, which are by easily the most disappointing team in the league thus far, the Las Vegas Raiders, I did see some good things from the Tennessee Titans standpoint. I Number one, I thought Tannehill at least looked comparable, at least looked decent last week. And Derrick Henry had, was back last week, 20 carries for 85 yards, and he was second among like the team receiving yards too yeah he had 58 receiving yards he yeah. was for a ppr league that's phenomenal and 20 yeah. for 85 that'll that'll do and robert woods looked good and i did like um and i did like uh i thought and i did like uh swain he had a touchdown and dontrell hilliard's a pretty good backup and their defense at least made some big plays in the end uh, David Long Jr. is pretty good, uh, and they still have Jeffrey Simmons. They still have weapons. They're just young. That's the that's the issue I have with them. But this week, I think because these typically these AFC South games are kind of low scoring. But in and I get I get the Colts came off a great win against the Chiefs, but that we said it, we were feared it, and it happened. It was a trap game last week. It really was. Right. So it was a trap game, but in the end, I think it's going to be a trap game for people picking the Colts, but I just don't know if I trust Matt Ryan long-term despite that good game he had. And I think the Titans are going to had the formula last week to at least be in games. And I'm going to go with an upset because I'm feeling it. I'm going to say the Titans win by a field goal. I'm going to say they win in a in they win 24 21 Tennessee I like it yeah this next game are the Bears at the Giants Giants are minus three at home the over under for this game is 38 and a half that's very low yeah and I have the under hitting um I think it's going to be a bad ugly game I don't I mean it, it could the points could come on the board but um We'll see what happens. You know, I'm definitely biased here, but I'm going to pick the Bears to win. Um, I'm saying 17-13 Bears. Something about this game I just – I feel good about. Um, and it totally could be me being biased. However, it's just something in my gut right now is telling us we're going to win, we're going to make it out, and I think our defense is going to have a great game. It's really tough without Jalen Johnson, um, you know, obviously our best cornerback. But – we need the Rooks to step up now. Kyler Gordon, Jaquan Brisker, hopefully uh, they do. I love what I see out of Jaquan. Kyler Gordon needs some work. But um, 17-13 Chicago, I'm feeling it. 
we'll see what happens of course any given sunday uh, I'm going to take the home team in this one. I'm going with the Giants. And the reason why I'm picking the Giants is, first of all, I just cannot trust Justin Fields because he, I'm just going to say it how it is. I mean, you could say I'm a hating Bears fan all you want, but he's not it. And yeah. I, it, look, if people that criticize Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson for being inaccurate early on in their careers, something like Justin Fields, Justin Fields, if you want to look at his stats, he is across the board statistically the worst quarterback this year. And I'm not exaggerating when I say it. I'm just giving you out facts. I'm not being a self-hater. I'm just being totally honest. He's completing. This is a completion percentage. He's completing 51% of his passes. 51. That's not good. His rushing is good. He's a and he can still move with his legs. He's a good rushing quarterback. As far as accuracy and as far as intangibles, as far as reading defenses, uh, we expected him to at least make a leap. And this thus far, he's not made a quantum leap at that yet. No, definitely not. Daniel Jones at least can read some defenses this year. I mean, he's not been as bad as people in years past think he was. They are missing some weapons though. They, they, they do. They, I give you that they are missing Sterling Shepard and that, that turf thing, they need to figure it out because that was very fucked up. What happened? Hopefully none and, of our guys got hurt. Right. That, that was fucked up and they are missing a few guys as well on defense, but I still, they're missing Jenkins, one of their best defensive players, I'm, I believe, but I still think they're going to be fine because I do not trust Justin Fields as quarterback. And yes, they do have Khalil Herbert at running back, the Bears do, who is very good. And the mm-hmm. Giants are struggling against the run this year. But I think the Giants' defense will, coming off like a game in which Tony Pollard and Zeke just ran the ball down their throats, I think they're going to come out a little pissed off because they want to at least keep pace in the NFC East. And I'm going to pick the Giants to win this one. If there's one between the two and one teams, I don't trust either one of them. But if yeah. there's one team I can at least – say could be three as a better chance of being three and one i'm gonna say the new york giants i'm gonna say they win this one 19 to 14 new york yeah it'll be low scoring the next game on the list are the jaguars at the eagles two surprising teams (laughs) eagles minus six and a half at home who you got you know i'm not as surprised with the eagles um i feel like oh you know what i'll take it back I'm more surprised in Jacksonville Eagles. I didn't expect them to be this good. I thought they'd be good, but not top level. Good. Yeah, no, no. they were, I think at the beginning, they were my dark horse to come out of the NFC. And right now they don't really seem like a dark horse. Um, they kind of seem like potentially one of the favorites. So um definitely surprised with the Jaguars. No question. Doug Peterson's doing something good over there. Um, but I, I love the Eagles. I love their offense, their defense has also been phenomenal. I think uh, Jacksonville still puts up, you know, a fair amount of points. But uh, I think the Eagles are just so high-powered. 31-20. I'm going to say Philly wins this one 34-23, Philly. I'll talk about the Philadelphia Eagles. They have been the, the best story in the league this year. They've been great across the board. Mm-hmm. And, and um, offensively, Jalen Hurts, I mean, they're the number one total offense, statistically, the number one total offense in the league. And they are number three in passing. They're, they're number eight in rushing. And receiving yards, they are number four. Across the board, statistically, they've been very good in every single way. And defensively, Darius Slay has been one of those lockdown corners this year. He locked down Justin Jefferson and he's locked down Terry McLaurin and he's locking down everybody. He has been a baller this year and I give Nick Sirianni a lot of credit for what they've done. Now I've in years past, I've never been the biggest Jalen hurts fan. We talked about the issues I had with Justin Fields, what I had years past with Jalen hurts, but this year Jalen hurts, He's impressed me this year. He's one of the favorite, 
one of the favorites to win league MVP. He's completing 67% of his passes this year and 167 yards rushing and a QBR this year of 106.5, which is very good. He has been on point this year and Devonta Smith has been great. He had an unbelievable week last week, eight for 169. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. And AJ Brown, it has been, yeah. he's been, he, I got to tell you, he's been, um, he's been a top five to seven receiver this year. AJ Brown has been great. And Miles Sanders has been back to his old great running ways. Their offensive line, PFF ranked him as a top three offensive line this year. They are across the board, a fundamentally sound football team. Jacksonville though, I'm still not there yet. I, I'll give you I give you Trevor Lawrence. He's been better this year. His mechanics have been better. But I just don't know if I can trust him. If I look, I looked at their wins. They beat a Colts team week two without Michael Pittman and Mike, Matt Ryan. We know how mediocre he is now. Yeah. And on defense, they're they they missed Shaq Leonard that game. And week three, people want to put stock as much as they want. I, I can't because they played a depleted Chargers team that was missing Keenan Allen and Bosa went out and Justin Herbert was playing on cracked ribs in a game he should not have played last week. You know he shouldn't have played last week. That I, I, I love Herbert and I love his toughness, but he should not have played in that game. So I can't really put much stock into those two wins. I'm going to say that the Eagles expose them today. And I'm going to say they win this one, 34-23. The next game are the Jets at the Steelers. Steelers minus three and a half at home. Adam, who you got? Yeah, not a great game. Um, Zach Wilson's coming back, though, so it'll be interesting to see how he is with his uh, wide receiver core. Um, But I got Pittsburgh winning this. I got the home team winning, Um, 23-17. Not going to be like a great game, in my opinion. I don't know if we'll see too much of it on a red zone. But um, 23-17, I don't know if Zach Wilson gets his first win of the season, just coming back from injury, maybe come out a little rusty. But um, that's what I got. 23-17, Pittsburgh. 23-17, Pittsburgh. By the way, quick note on the uh, Eagles-Jaguars game. It's going to be raining in Philadelphia. Hmm. Okay, that's good for James Robinson, then. So, yes. We'll, we'll take that for fantasy. Keep it on the ground. Yeah, that that's – but if you have receivers in that game, that's a little – No, not as, not as ideal. That's not as ideal. And the weather in Pittsburgh, I'm going to look up because they're in the same state. Pittsburgh is light. It's not – it's only like a 30% chance of rain this next morning, and they'll be fine. Uh, okay. I didn't know we do a weather podcast now. <laughs> Anyways, back to the Jets-Steelers game. Yeah, I'm going to pick the Steelers to win, and it's not because I trust them enough. I don't trust Mitch. I still think we need they need to put in Kenny Pickett in to have at least a chance. Mm-hmm. But I do, when I look at this matchup for them, and Zach Wilson's back, I th- and despite without TJ Watt, they still have playmakers on defense. I mean, they're not all depleted. I mean, TJ Watt doesn't make up the entire defense. Minka Fitzpatrick is still there. And they still have, when I look at their roster right now, I mean, they're still decent. They have Miles Jack. They have Highsmith I like. They still have Cam Hayward. They still have weapons. They still have Levi Walsh. They still have good weapons. They're not all depleted. And I thought for three quarters, they were not bad against the Browns defensively. The Browns just have a great running game and they have a good connection with Brissett and Cooper. They, they were not terrible like people thought they would. I, don't, I think they're a decent team on paper. The Jets, Tyler Conklin's been very good for them, but I don't know if that can continue because the Steelers statistically are good against the tight ends this year. And Zach Wilson is back for them. And I'm not saying he's bad, Justin Fields, but last year he was pretty bad. No. And what was it? No, he was, yeah, he was not good. He didn't show anything though. No, he did not. He has his arm talent. He has all the talent in the world, mm-hmm. but he lacks consistent accuracy and coming off of almost season ending injury. It's going to take a while for him to get back in game shape. 
So I'm going to say Steelers win this one. I'm going to say they win 21 to 14 Pittsburgh. The next game, this is kind of like one of those pick'em games. It's Arizona at Carolina. Carolina is favored by a point at home. Who you got? Yeah, Arizona has been super disappointing this year. Let's just call Your it out. Kyler has not been it so far. Not totally. Um, you know, the Las Vegas one was exciting, but other than that, just not too much. However, this Carolina team has been also pretty bad. Their offense is struggling mightily with I, I just gotta i'm sorry i got just gotta rant on this dj Moore. if anyone has him on fantasy you you should just remove him from your starting lineups i did i did he's out of, he's on the bench until he can prove to me that he should be in my starting lineup yeah he's costing teams fantasy yeah. owners wins because yeah. of i cannot have we cannot have him in our starting lineups when he puts up one catch for two yards I, i'm not i don't care if I I the, I don't care if he has 20 today. He's on the bench for a reason. And I mean, hey, I'll be happy if he does, and then I'll throw him in next week, and that'll, you know, hopefully get some momentum. But as of right now, he should not be in there. No, no. And that's – I tried to give him the benefit of a doubt these first three weeks. He's, he did have a touchdown in week two, but he put up the same statistical numbers as he did in week one, just other than the touchdown. In week three, he, he was like a bystander out there. And I saw an interview – and he looked frustrated in the interview and he needs yeah, to get him talking- not be on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that as well. It was that- Arnold. If he was still the quarterback, I think DJ Moore would be at least what he Darnold would be in the ball. He had a thousand yards last year. Darnold and him had a good connection. I'm not the biggest Sam Darnold fan, but he at least had something with DJ Moore last year. Yeah, no, I'm with you, but um, enough on DJ Moore. He's disappointing, but, we won't talk a year off on our fantasy woes with him. Um, 21-17 Arizona. I got the underdog in this one. I think they do come out and win. I just don't really like what I've seen out of Carolina, and I know, you know, what is potential with this Arizona offense. So I'm going to say 21-17 Arizona. 21-17 Arizona. Um, okay, I, I kind of – I've been thinking about this. And by the way, is it really an upset if it's like the home team's favored by a point at home? Is it yeah. really an upset? You can pick them. Yeah. It's really I nice. mean, I don't like either of these teams. No. And we went on a side rant about DJ Moore. But despite that, Baker Mayfield's not been good this year. And yes, they did have a win against the Saints. But the Saints had Jameis, who had a bad back last week. And Alvin Kamara looks like a shell of himself. So, I mean, I can't really put much stock into that. And I don't really trust the Cardinals either. But from what I've seen between the two teams, at least the Cardinals had an exciting win in week two. This, and I think this is the game that James Conner has a good game. He's been disappointment. Not DJ Moore disappointment, but he's still been a disappointment. Mm-hmm. And I think this is where they get the running game going. And I think Kyler had, had some – Actually, he's had a few good connections um, with with his receivers. I mean, I do like, you know, I do like Dorch a lot. Greg Dorch, he's pretty solid. And Hollywood Brown has been very good. I like <laughs> him a lot. And I do have a nice running running back, back up in Eno Benjamin, who I really like. So they have weapons. They're not going to – this team's not going to do much without D-Hop for the next couple of weeks. But I think they can at least survive – against a bad Carolina Panthers team. Christian McCaffrey's dealing with another injury, and Baker Mayfield is not it. I was wrong about him. We, He's not turned out to be the quarterback I want him to be. So yeah. in the end, I'm going to take the, the away team this one. I'm going to say Arizona wins. I'm going to say they win 23 to 20. They win by a field goal. All right. The next game are the Patriots at the Packers. Packers are minus nine and a half at home. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Something about this one. I just think Green Bay is about to blow them out. Um, you know, Brian Hoyer starting. I I have this one being ugly for some reason. 30 to 10 Green Bay. Um, you I think, think it's gonna be that much of a blowout. Yeah, I think it's just gonna be an absolute route. Um but who knows? I just got Green Bay at home today versus a backup quarterback. Um, 
I think Rodgers puts on a show, and I have it being uh, 30 to 10. 30 to 10. Yeah. Defense puts on a show. Offense puts on a show. Green Bay shows you why they're one of the more legit teams in the league. I still don't think they are because they beat a Bucks team without their be- biggest weapons, and they beat a bad Bears team, and they're now they're going to beat a bad Patriots team. I- I- I'm sorry. I'm just not sold on them. But this matchup, I hate to give Aaron Rodgers and company another win for the third straight week in a row on the podcast, but unfortunately, I'm going to have to do that. because. Mm-hmm. But I will say this. I think the Patriots will cover because Bill oh. Bel- they'll cover, not by a lot, but they'll cover. I'm going to say the Green Bay wins by eight, and I'm going to say they win 24 to 16. Yes, the Patriots are missing Mac Jones, but they still have a good run game. I like Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson. They're a pretty good run team. They're a top five rushing team. They st- and their defense isn't that bad. They still have Judon. They still have they still have a decent team yeah. defensively. They're co- but they their offense is depleted. But they will run the ball. Brian Hoyer, he's nothing special, but he he's a vet. He knows like he's a game manager. I think they'll make it close because Aaron Rodgers has statistically struggled against the Patriots out of the games he's played them. And Bill Belichick is going to have his team come out with a great game plan after that terrible loss to the, the Ravens last week. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to be better. And Aaron Rodgers statistically hasn't been the best this year. But and he's start again, he's trying to find new receiving core and they're but they still have a good run game that will hold them off. I'm gonna say Green Bay wins 24-16. The next game are the Broncos at the Rave at the Raiders at, at AFC West rivalry. Who you got in this one? Yeah, I have I have the Raiders winning the first game of the year. Um I don't know. I, I feel like both these teams have been relatively disappointing. Um, I mean, the Raiders for sure. And Denver, I feel like a lot of people have expected more out of, um, you know, the out first of, uh, Broncos country. Let's ride. Uh, yeah, uh, exactly. And um, I don't know if you also saw the dangerous sandwich commercial with Russell Wilson. That was I gotta so- tell you this year. He's I, look, I, I'm not look, I don't hate Russell Wilson. But this year, he's turned into the corniest quarterback ever. Yeah, no, 100%. Uh, it's been a little weird. But um, I got the Raiders winning the first game, uh, 24-17. You know, Denver, I just feel like I haven't seen too much from. Obviously, we haven't seen enough from Vegas either. But they're not going defeated. And I think today they get their first uh, win of the year. I think the Raiders get on the board too as well. And quick note, fantasy note. I did pick up this Raiders player named Mac Hollins, who had a monster game last week. Yeah. I don't know if I would start him right now because, uh, because I need to see more from him. It's baby steps when it comes to this guy, but he's can be a very good guy to have on your team when insurance, if Waller or Adams or Renfro go out, like and if he has another good week, maybe I could consider starting him. But anyway, that's not here nor there. The Raiders have been a disappointment, yes, and they did have a closed meeting. I mean, play, players' meetings happen every year in the league. That's not uncommon, but it's uncommon that it's week three and they're already having a meeting behind closed doors about it. Yeah. that And the owner secretly had to talk to the head coach about how we need results now. They're 0-3 in a very, with, and they have a very talented offense across the board. And they blew that game against the Cardinals, and they should have won that game against the Titans last week. Mm-hmm. And they should be at least two and one right now. I think they're going to come out, and I think they're going to be very desperate because they're playing essentially right now for their season right now. I mean, you don't ever want to like judge a team after like three games and say, oh, this is their season week four. But this is kind of what this is for the Las Vegas Raiders. If they go 0 and 4, it, they're going to fire Josh Daniels. I'm not go. I don't have any inside info. I am not going to promise anything. But mm-hmm. if I had to make a guess, if they lose today, 
I think they're going to let Josh McDaniels go, but I think they will be fine. I think they will win this game. The Broncos, yes, they're two and one because they have statistically a top three defense and Patrick Sertan's been good and they still have, and their deep and Simmons has been good. They're a very good defensive ball club, but I got to tell you, Russell Wilson has not looked good this year. He had that one great drive of the past against the Niners, but since he has not been himself and I just don't like their offense. I, especially with the first year head coach, their offense has been struggling to find any consistency whatsoever. In fact, they haven't even scored 20 points yet so far through three games. That's crazy. With that talent of an offense on paper, they have not looked the part. This is a big game for both these teams, but I'm going to say the Raiders win this one and I'm going to say they win 27 to 24 Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. I like that. The next game, this is the Sunday night game. The Chiefs at Bucks. The line shifted, and now the Bucks are favored by a point at home. Interesting. Um, I think they're saying that Godwin and Julio might come, might play. I'd love to see that, but um, I don't know. I I think this is going to be a high scoring affair. I basically made it a pick them, um, but. I have it going the other way. I got Kansas City winning 31 30. Um, I think it's going to be a, a super high scoring game. Really 31 fun. to 30. Yeah, super high scoring. Um, a lot of fun. I think it's going to be a great game. We got two of the best quarterbacks in the league. If Tampa Bay can get two more weapons back, um, it would greatly help their chances. However, I just got Mahomes sticking out a dub here. I know Tampa Bay's defense is, you know, top notch, one of the best in the league, but. I think they are the best in the league through through, through three weeks. Um, But, you know, when you got a guy like – when you got a guy like Pat Mahomes out there, anything could happen. You could win any day. And that's what I got happening. 31 to 30, Kansas City. Yeah, I I don't entirely disagree with that. I mean, I like this Bucs defense across the board. I mean, they are one of the best – They when you have a good Tampa defense, you're obviously going to struggle running the ball – when I look at them, they're a top five rushing team. And when I look at defense and they are top 10 in all three categories. So they have been very good defensively defensive. Well, we talked about the Broncos, why they have the the two and one record. That's because of the defense. Now Brady's not that Russell Wilson declined this year. I mean, he's had some good moments. He had that 89 yard drive to at least have him a chance with the two point conversion he hasn't been that bad like Russell Wilson has, but he's still, yes, he is missing weapons. I'm going to give him that, but I'll be fair. But he has not looked that great Brady. Like even the old Brady of old that last week with no receiving core, he would have made something out of nothing. Yeah. He needs those weapons to make that team go because without them, I didn't think they were going to win. That's why I picked the Packers last week. Now he is going to get, he does have Mike Evans back uh, from suspension, which is good. He, he, uh, they, Chris Godwin might play in there. And I saw today for those that are willing to start Chris Godwin, Julio Jones, they're both game time decisions. They're both questionable. So I think that's why Vegas moved the line from Chiefs being favored earlier in the week to a pick them to the Bucs, favored by a point. Um, but I, I'm going to say Kansas City wins. Yes, Brady was missing his weapons, but I think, I think it'll be a high-scoring game as well. I, but I'm going to say the Chiefs are still a little pissed at what happened two years ago when the, the – when the when the Bucks just destroyed them at their home turf and humiliated the Kansas City Chiefs to to repeat as champs, yeah. so I think the Chiefs are going to come back with the vengeance against the Tampa Bay Bucks, and I think they're going to win this one. I'm going to say they win thirty-one to twenty-six, Kansas City, because yeah. I think Mahomes is going to be great. I think Kelsey's going to be good. I'm happy to see all these weapons at least healthy enough 
Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Kansas City wins 31-26. I like that. The next game on the list is the Monday night game, a rematch of last year's NFC championship game between two NFC West rivalry rivals. The Rams at the 49ers. The Niners are favored by a point and a half at home. Yeah, that interests me. Um, I, I, I got the Rams. Um, I got the Rams winning by a score, 27-20. Um, I, <clears throat> I have San Francisco defense in my fantasy league, so I would love for them to limit this high-powered uh, Rams offense. But um, I got the Rams winning 27-20. It's obviously going to be a great game, too, you know great teams jimmy g i hope can come back and look a little better than he did last week because i do like jimmy g um however i think this rams team just gets it done 27 20. yeah i'm going i'm I'm not going to say it's a high scoring fair i'm going to say it's a little lower i'm going to say 24 to 20 la and i think the rams yes they they the team that i picked once again to go back to back to win the super bowl again I think that they, across the board, defensively, they've looked a lot better the last two weeks. They resemble what they were the year before in the playoffs. Jalen Ramsey, after getting like humiliated week one, he's been great in week two. He was great in week two. He was great in week three. He's been more locked in these past two weeks. And I've really liked that about Jalen Ramsey. Their defense has looked better. And offensively, Matt Stafford's not looked good this year. I mean, he he's turned the ball over a lot. He was better against the Cardinals last week, but he typically against the Niners, he does struggle. Um, I think it'll, I do think it'll be a good game though. And I think the Rams defense is going to hold off. The Niners do have Kittle and I have him in my fantasy league. And I do want to see a good game out of him mm-hmm. and Debo, but I think the Rams despite the fact I think they're thinking we're not the favorite in this one and we beat them last year. Let's show them what we're made of on the road. It'd be a huge win for the Rams if they got this win to go three and one, because some doubters out there say, Oh, they're two and one, but are they really, you know, that team they were a year ago? Yeah. Defensively, they're starting to pick it up offensively. I need to see more. Mm-hmm. I will say this cam Akers is at least doing something. He had a touchdown last week. He's, he's getting there. And yeah. Cooper Cup had a cool, uncharacteristic, uncharacteristic, riddle, uh, tongue twister. He had an uncharacteristically poor game last week for his standards. He did yeah. have that rushing touchdown last week, but that savored it a little bit. I did savor it. And I do like, I do think he's going to be a lot better this week. And I do think that Matt Stafford, knowing this defense, he is going to play better. I think it's going to be 24 20 LA. I like that. Yeah. yeah, I'm on the same wave. So that concludes week four of the picks. Now in seven minutes at the time of this recording. Yeah, we did a good job on that, Matt. We did a good job on the timing. Um, we we got it right before the Minnesota game, and now we can go enjoy it. Yes, sir. Thank you, God. Thank you, Adam, for joining as always. Thank, Thank you. you to my viewers for listening to another edition of the Off the Dome podcast sponsored by Brain Fuel, the best energy drink out there. Have a great day and go get them.